0: Hello everybody, this is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Maximize Your Mind. I'm your host, Everett, and this is the season. CZ- season for setting goals and today I've got something that will help you make them a reality. It's it's the major focus of this particular month, mainly because 9 out of 10 of you listen, you've got goals somewhere in the back of your mind that you want to accomplish, you've got things in your mind that you want to see happen, you've got goals, plans, ambitions, To make this year better than the last and somehow get there but I'm going to help you today with something that's going to help you set your goals and make them a reality and today I'm presenting to you sharing with you a checklist to stay on track no matter what goals you're working toward we're going to get into that in just a minute Uh, but again I'm your host Everett Shipman. This is the Maximize Your Mind podcast, okay, where we help you with the mental fortitude that you need to actually stick with your goals and keep them forefront and front of mind. And so today I'm going to share this checklist with you that's going to help you stay on track no matter what your goals are. They may be fitness, which is where my area of expertise and and uniqueness is in, but you may have career goals, life goals, relationship goals, all types of goals, financial goals. I'm going to help you with this checklist. All right. So number one, uh, the first step to conquering your goals is you've got to focus and decide. All right. So take notes, pull out a paper, a pen, a recording device, something that you can use to write this down. And I just want you to jot this down. And that is focus and decide. And by the way, um, if you want to go to my bu- my blog, you can also grab this and print it out. That may be easier for you. Um, but here's what you do with focus and deciding. You've got to instead of choosing several goals to work on all at the same time, you've got to harness all that energy and focus it toward just one or two main goals. Uh, they used to call me the jack of all trades and master of none, uh, and that was a joke that had went around for some time because I would always be involved. And even now, I, I usually am trying to be involved in something, but I'm very clear about where my strong points are and clear about what I am able to do and what what my focus needs to be. So you've got to focus and make that decision. Don't. And I know you will be. But don't be tempted by all of the shiny candy and all of the shiny objects that are grasping for your attention. We're saturated day in and day out with all types of social media. Listen, I can get on Facebook and if I'm not careful, I can be on there for three hours and not have done anything but scroll from one video to the next video to the next. Is there anyone listening and you've ever been at that place before? But what we're going to do is we're going to focus our energy and all of our being towards just one to two main goals. I don't care what the goals are. If you're listening, most likely your goal is fitness related. Maybe you want to improve your health. Maybe you want to get rid of diabetes. Maybe you want to Lower your blood sugar. Maybe you just don't want to catch COVID. Maybe there's, you know, you want to set yourself up for success. Whatever it is, you're going to focus, harness your energy and focus it all towards just one to two main goals. Number two, you are want to pick the goal with your biggest why. All right. Now, this is the goal that you emotionally connect with and have a strong reason for choosing. Example. I want to have energy to play with my kids. It's a pretty big reason, especially if you're a family person, you got kids, you love them, you want to be there for them. It's your why that keeps you going. So it has to be a good one for a lot of you. You are parents yourselves and you have kids. And if you're not parents, you're aunties and uncles. And if you're not aunties and uncles, you're godparents. And so the challenge then is to make sure that you're around and available for these kids, all right? Through all their stages of development, through anything that they may encounter, you want to be there, you want to be strong, but whatever your reason is, it has to be a good one because it's the why that keeps you going when you're down and when you're out and when you're in the dumps and when you're dragging through the muck and the mire, it is that why that makes you say, you know what, I've got to keep going. Number three, and this was going to blow your socks off right here, commit, (laughs) commit, and I'm absolutely serious. Believe it or not, people will set goals without ever committing to do them. You've got to commit not just mentally, but you've got to commit the right amount of resources all around time, energy, attention to make your goal a reality. You've got to treat it like anything else that's important in your life because it is. It's not enough to just say, I'm going to set this particular goal because you've got to account for when things go awry. You've got to account for when the boss has you work late. You've got to account for when the conference may actually run over. You've got to account for when a few customers lose or step away from you and how to get them back on track. You've got to account for when the dog poops all over the house. You've got to account for weather issues that may limit your ability to get out and to move to and fro. You've got to account for different tragedies that may happen in the family or within your circle of friends if you don't commit then at the slightest blow of wind at the slightest breeze you will give up and abandon it number four you've got to make a plan all right my my tactic is every sunday i set aside two to three hours to plan out my week and to make sure that you have that i have what i need on hand and ready to go for this week and i'm encouraging maybe you don't have to do two or three hours i have a lot that i try to fit in but if you just set aside fifteen to thirty minutes to plan out your week every sunday you will make a difference in what you're able to accomplish and then what you're going to do is every night you're going to take three to five minutes to make sure you're on track for the next day that's it and this makes a profound impact on what you're able to accomplish because it works on your psyche Overnight, You know that you've got this and such and such to do the next day. You wake up with purpose. You know, you've got to jump on it, but it begins with making this plan. So every Sunday and it's easy for me during the football season, right? Because on Sunday is all day football. I'll sit in front of the TV and I'm plan out my entire week and make sure that it's done. But for you set aside 15 to 30 minutes. So when it's not football season, then that question becomes for me, well, how do you do it? Well, guess what? All you need, like I said, 15 to 30 minutes, make a plan. It makes a huge difference. Number five, this is important. Take action. Number five is probably the most important step of all, because without action. It doesn't matter that you make a plan. It doesn't matter that you've committed. It doesn't matter that you pick the biggest goal with your biggest why it doesn't matter that you focus and decide it you've got to take action because you won't reach your goals without consistent action. So you have to do something daily that moves you closer to your goal. And I've talked about it many times this year. It's been, I guess, my newest revelation. And that is the picture of creating or working on a puzzle. The picture on the front of the puzzle box is your goal, but it will not come together if you don't sit down every day and take and make an effort. complete the puzzle you have to sit down you have to put one piece in one piece in one piece in until you get the full picture but you've got to do it if you get up halfway through if you get up because you get to a section where all the colors seem to be the same and you can't figure out which which piece fits in where guess what you will sit there a year later and have the same puzzle half finished collecting dust because you didn't sit down and complete it so you've got to take action not just today when you're feeling excited it. not just today when your inspiration is its highest, but you've got to do it each and every day move that needle each and every day so that you can make it happen. Number six Number six is to get support and accountability. So how do you do that? You tell your trusted friends, you tell your family members, okay, what you're working toward or even better. Work with an experienced coach like myself who will help you get and stay on track with a proven program. Because when you have someone in your corner, when you have a a win or a setback, you have someone to share it with. And that will help spur your motivation to keep moving forward. And in the reverse, when you fall off, when you're missing a day, someone checks in, hey, you didn't show up to gym to the gym class today. Hey, you OK? Hey, I noticed you didn't post your results in the Facebook group. Are, are you OK? Is everything good? Are you still on it? And that that desire, there there's something that is in each of us that doesn't want to let the people that we trust, know and care about down. This is why this is so hugely effective, because we don't want to let people down. We don't want to be a failure. We don't want to be seen as a failure. We don't want to be seen as someone who gives up. So when we have the support and the accountability, we have those people that we trust, those people in our corners that can gently remind us of why we got involved. Remind us. It's just as simple as doing X, Y and Z. Number seven. you you've Got to set deadlines, people. You've got to do it. Don't skip it. Without having a specific date to shoot toward, you don't have any urgency to take action. Now, the problem with setting deadlines for a lot of people is you don't know how long it's going to take to get to X, Y and Z. But that's okay. Set the deadline anyway. Become a best guess prognosticator. Make your best educated guess. Set a deadline. Hey, if your deadline is to lose 10 pounds in 30 days, but you think that that's unrealistic, you have two options. Either make it five pounds in 30 days or do 10 pounds in 30 days and when you get to the 30th day if you've only lost six pounds now you just reset your goal for the next 30 days listen when you feel that there's a clock ticking down toward your goals it will help you light a fire of motivation i used to train one client and one client i had to uh, traditionally would sit in my personal training sessions and i'd count down when we get to a particular set. Hey, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, you know, all the way down to one. And I've had a couple clients who didn't like that. And you know why they didn't like it? They didn't like it because the counting down caused them great anxiety. It made them feel like they were going to miss out. It made their heart rate accelerate. It made them feel a sort of unexplained panic. And so when you have the right deadline set, this is what it should spark in, in you. It's, it should spark something in you that says, hey, I've got to do this or I risk failing. Deadlines used to be really great for me in school because I used to be the world's biggest procrastinator. But for some reason, when it came down to the deadline and knowing that I had to present, knowing that I had to turn something in, knowing that I had to get in front of the class or up on stage, it pushed me to sit, to sit down at some point. finally. And do what it is that I need to do to make it happen. Now, obviously, you want to get started right away on it, even if it's just planning. You want to have the deadline and then every day make steps toward it. So setting deadlines is hugely important. Number eight, give yourself a reward. When you meet milestones along the way towards your goals, reward yourself with a healthy payoff. Not not an ice cream date, not a night at the buffet or whatever the case may be like that or a big, gigantic cup of, of coffee. Listen, new shoes, a workout gear, a book, a massage, These are all great choices and great examples of ways that you can reward yourself without falling off. Because the moment you reward yourself with, let's say, this extravagantly delicious, scrumptiously delightful meal at your favorite five star restaurant is the moment where you risk falling right back into the same trap that you just emerged from. And it's not that you can't do any of the indulging. It's not that you can't have foods that taste great. You've got to be strategic and you cannot reward yourself with something contradictory to your goal. Especially when we talk about rewarding yourself, we're talking about regular rewards. So if you regularly hit your goals like we're expecting you to, you regularly win, then you're just sabotaging your own effort. By giving yourself rewards that contradict number nine. Manage expectations. This is critical. Okay. This goes into mindset, making the changes and going after goals can take time and effort, be patient and stay the course. I can't say this enough. Patience is a very undervalued, underrated tool that you need to win at life. And I'm not just talking about fitness. I'm talking about everything. I was in the kitchen the other day and for, for years I've cooked for myself. I've, you know, Meal prepped and all those sorts of things. I don't like the act of preparing my own meals. This is just me being honest. I'll do it. I can do it, but I don't like it. I'd rather have a cook, a personal chef. I'd rather have somebody who can do that for me. And I'll clean all day. I'll clean up and put the dishes away. But here's the here's the thing is I learned over the last literally just the last couple of days. I, the first day I had, uh, what was it? Um, these, these really thick beef burger patties, put them in, let them cook, came out perfect. I did it again. Then, uh, two days later when I prepared my next meal and that was uh ground or, or Chuck, uh, what was it? A boxed cube steak. That's what it was. Cube steak portions. And here's the thing. Both of them came out. Oh, my gosh. So delicious. And I'm not even a, a cook. I'm, I, I, I cook to get by. Right. I can cook for sustenance. Right. I can cook to provide for a family. But I'm no five star culinary chief, you know, winning any battles on chopped or anything like that. But what was interesting is this meat came out so perfectly on both days and I realized what it was. See, normally I put my meat in and when it starts to brown, I flip it. Don't put a top on it. And keep coming back every so often, checking it, flipping it over and back and forth. But I realize that's not the key. The key is to put the meat in the skillet, put the top on it and just let it sit. Wow. Mind blown, right? Because the more patience I have in being able to just let the meat sit, let the juices marinate, let the top trap all of the heat and cook it evenly on all sides, there's actually less work that I have to do. So by the time I flip it over, I end up only flipping it over once. And when I flip it over once, by the time I let it sit there another 10 to 12 minutes or whatever the case may be, it's done. It's browned. It's seasoned. It's delicious. And so you've got to be patient. You don't have to be antsy and anxious and flipping over your meat every few seconds and the same thing with your fitness give your plan time to work know that some days will be easier than others but just keep repeating the previous step number five of taking action just keep doing it keep doing it each and every day and yes sometimes you may feel like you're not moving the needle and that's at that point maybe you do need to hire uh, an extra coach or a third eye or someone to come in and maybe do whatever to help you get on track. But you've got to manage those expectations. Be patient. Allow yourself the days when you're going to mess up. When you're going to fall off. Get right back up the next day. And make it work. And then number 10. Last but not least. Re-evaluate. Do a quick evaluation. Of where you're at. Every few weeks. Are you killing it? Are you staying on track? Awesome. Are you following the plan? Are you following the plan and it's not working? There, there is reason why we have tools to measure prod progress and stat trackers and all of those sorts of things. And this is where a coach can make a big difference because they do have the experienced big picture view of your goals and can help you accelerate your results. It, remember, going back to the puzzle, the reason why you know that you're making progress and you can keep going is because you see the picture and you can see yourself making progress. Even if it's only two pieces a day, you see that it's coming together slowly but surely. But somehow, when we get into fitness and get into the privacy of our routines and the isolation of our particular workouts and meal plans, we seem to think um, that this is it, that what we see on this one day. Or week is it. We don't have the big picture view and a coach will help you with that. Now, for me, every year a word comes to me as a theme or like or a mantra or whatever. And usually it comes during the previous uh, one or two months of the previous year. And my word this year is not your typical word. It may seem somewhat unorthodox, but the word is superhero. All right. For me, it's superhero. It's all about who can I help? Not only that, what extra steps and actions can I take to show up for other people? One thing I learned in 2020 is we need each other like never before. And that last year definitely hit me in a different way. And I won't say in a bad way, because I know there are others who are worse off, but. Last year was the first year I filed for unemployment, first time in my life. I've been working since the age of 12. Never would I have thought in a million years I would be filing for unemployment. And I did it, kicking and screaming. Um, And I'm still grinding and hoping for more and for better. This year is going to be better. But what I'm realizing with this word superhero, it's up to me to reach my fitness goals. And every year after this, all right, I'll need help. I'll need teamwork, uh, uh, people to help, but... I've gotta have the vision to bring it all together. I've gotta be the superhero of my own health and fitness. And so my question is to you is what about you? You've gotta take these 10 steps. You've got to conquer your goals, follow this blueprint, make it happen so that you can reach the pinnacle of success. Let me help you create your personalized plan to reach your own superhero fitness goals. I've got a proven track record. Um, have you gotten your free giveaway this month? It's a super fun tool. I've talked about it previously. You can become the superhero of your own health and fitness by grabbing this tool, bringing some balance and some structure, and actualizing your goals right here, right now. Um, you're gonna go to Bitly, which is b i t . l y slash best life or best dash life dash giveaway. I'm sorry, workbook, okay? Best Life Workbook, that's bit.ly, B-I-T dot slash B-E-S-T dash L-I-F-E dash workbook, all right? Get that. It's a free tool. It'll change your life immensely. Remember, this is your year to shine. I can't wait to see you succeed. I want you to be in there. I want you to next year this time have accomplished a lot. Remember, fitness is a vehicle to achieve anything you uh, want in life. So get fit, stay fit, be fit. And I'll see you all on the next.